Well, hello there, OCD family community. Have you ever wondered where the term congested traffic comes from? I looked up the definition of congestion, which is literally, and I quote, a state of being congested, unquote. Well, thanks, dictionary.com. That's helpful. And congested is defined as, quote, so crowded with traffic that it hinders freedom of movement, end quote. Again, dictionary.com, what a helper you are. A great perspective from Michael Manville, a content creator and a professor of urban planning out of UCLA, talked about the differences between reoccurring and non-reoccurring congestion, meaning planned or expected traffic jams, think rush hour traffic, versus non-reoccurring, like traffic created from an accident. But what do congested intersections have to do with OCD? Well, as it turns out, dun-dun-dun, a whole lot. Here at OCD Family Podcast, Season 1's Episode 27 through 31 features some of the common intersections when it comes to OCD. Additionally, I did a three-part series on autism and OCD, which I would highly recommend in Season 1, Episodes 36 through 38, which is another powerful intersection worthy of time and attention. And these days, terms like intersection or intersectionality, they're somewhat controversial. But why? Dictionary.com defines intersections as, quote, a point at which two or more things intersect, especially roads, end quote. Cue the outrage. (laughs) But why? If we just break down to the basics, the language merely means a point where there's intersection. Two things cross. We know intersections happen. But fam... Folks get real ruffled up about this term, intersectionality. And as you might imagine, intersections, well, they exist for all of us in some way or even a variety of ways. It's been politicized. Intersectionality is defined as, quote, the interconnected nature of social categorizations such as race, class, and gender as they apply to a given individual or group regarded as creating, overlapping, and interdependent systems of discrimination and disadvantage. And quote. Again, dictionary.com, thank you for that. And discussing terms like discrimination or disadvantages, defenses automatically power up. But I'm going to ask that we zoom out and maybe think about this as traffic. Michael Manville, the urban development dude, listen to how he describes traffic congestion in his own words. Quote, because we all react differently to the uncertainty created by other drivers, we create some friction, and that friction turns into delay, and that delay adds up. And that all starts because there's enough vehicles on the road that it makes us feel there's some risk to being on the road, end quote. Now, whether you've been around for a hot minute here or a while, we know that OCD preys on all things uncertainty. So imagine my twisted sort of delight when traffic congestion spoke to just that uncertainty, risk, our individualized and collective responses to people's intentions and unknowns. I mean, I've never felt so seen by a traffic engineer. But this is right up OCD's alley. And this fam, this makes sense to me. But hey, don't take my word for it. And remember, this isn't therapy, but it is some food for thought, y'all. So let's apply this back to OCD and mental health at large. And Houston? We do have a problem because intersections exist for all of us, whether they are congested or not. But there are very valid, very real intersections where reoccurring and non-reoccurring traffic 
gets congested, fam. And we're not doing ourselves any favors by not talking about it, not addressing it, ignoring it, finding different routes to get around it. It doesn't solve the congestion. The congestion requires both time and investment for conditions to improve. It isn't until we truly invest time and implement some changes that progress is actually made. So for roads, keeping it neutral on roads, y'all, this might look like having a toll as they have shown to implement change. They've reduced the congestion. You may not want to pay to get on that toll, but somebody else might say, hey, my time, my energy is worth it. So I'm going to do that. But when it comes to OCD and mental health, this means not only talking about change that needs to happen, but being the change. Some people get triggered when we say things like intersection, BIPOC, pride, neurodivergent. But we have to be able to talk, fam. Because, hey, that's what the fam does best. We talk. That and showing up for each other, thick or thin. We show up. So, for example, here in the States, we just celebrated Juneteenth. And that's a newer, more recent addition to federal holidays acknowledging the actual Independence Day for Black Americans who were forced into slavery and treated as property. And some folks think, why? Why now? But you know what? For slaves living in Galveston, Texas, years after the Civil War ended and the Emancipation Proclamation was decreed, they didn't know they were free. And their masters, quote unquote, were not quick to inform them. So why not now? Why not five or 10 or say even 158 years ago on June 19, 1865? Or hey, why not on January 1st, 1863, when the Emancipation Proclamation was originally declared by President Abraham Lincoln? Because they weren't free until they were free. Not that different from OCD. We're not free from the grips of OCD until we can truly experience the freedom from OCD. You don't experience freedom until you experience freedom. And just because we slap a label on it, celebrate it and say, no, you're free now. It doesn't mean life was easy, equitable, or without major disadvantages and discrimination. Today, this is still a congested intersection, like the 405 in LA traffic, with its major potholes, disadvantages, and the like. Is that going to be everyone's experience at the intersection? Not always. Maybe. For some. Gosh, you can say it's not, but I can't remember last time I wasn't stuck in traffic there. It varies. We're different people. We have different experiences. But the intersection, it still exists. And so though this holiday, Juneteenth, wasn't officially added to the federal calendar of holidays, making it a legal holiday in 2021, y'all, which is, you know, a mere two years ago. This isn't new. It's been 158 years. I mean, talk about a traffic jam, right? And honestly, in a day and age where we get testy if we have to wait even 20 seconds for our internet browser to load or to skip an ad and get on with our show, how about 160 years of waiting? I mean, that's intersectionality, fam. The history's there. The difficulties around friction, delay, and uncertainty, they've been paved. But imagine the tension, the fraught of sitting in that kind of congestion. And we have. We've all been affected by it. We all are impacted by congested intersections. It can lead to nearby congestion of other intersections. 
it can lead to greater friction, greater delays, greater uncertainty, greater traffic. But imagine how much more raw it may feel, how much more painful or frustrating or stressful it might be for our Black community and people of color. The congestion, it impacts us all, whether you can relate or support it whether you get it or not, or if you're living it, still stuck in a bumper-to-bumper struggle. It matters. You matter. And y'all, this isn't something that is unique to the U.S. And I know we have worldwide listeners. Slavery wasn't invented here, and it's been going on for some time. There are lots of congested intersections, and that doesn't mean that it can't improve. And it doesn't mean that there isn't hope. But first, we have to do the traffic report, right? We've got to see where the traffic's at. Why is it there? Is it reoccurring or non-reoccurring? How can we make this more efficient, safer, more productive, and reduce friction? There is risk on the road. We can have some functional certainty about that. But if an intersection is working well, moving freely, it's not because that risk disappeared and now we have certainty and we can deal and everything's solved. No. It's because we are engaging, moving, flowing, another big traffic term, traffic flow, traffic density. We are optimizing, if you will, the functionality of that intersection. The intersection in and of itself is not a bad thing. It can bring a lot of great meaning, identity. It can be really helpful. Intersections can be beautiful. It's congested intersections. It's that friction, which leads to delay, which increases friction, and also risk, hardship. That's the problem, not the intersection. And may I challenge you, fam, to think about this, reflect on it. It's not the traffic report that we need to contest. It's shifting our focus, our attention, and the conversation, the planning, the engagement, and the investment of resources, whether that's time, education, grants, content creating to help reduce the congestion. And when we think about it that way, I can only speak for myself here, but it doesn't sound so controversial. Well, we made it to the water cooler, folks, and it may have taken us longer than we would have liked to get here, but I don't regret it. I'm glad I stayed the course, because ultimately, I got to intersect with you here, and we were better together. So take care, fam, and I look forward to intersecting again soon.